All right, everybody, this week's episode of The Beat is brought to you by Game Time, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Did you know that Michigan and Michigan State football and basketball ticket prices tend to drop right before the game starts? Game Time tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers then shows you all the best last-minute deals with prices up to 60% off. More than 12 million fans have downloaded the Game Time app and discovered the fastest, easiest way to get into the game. Uh, I have the Game Time app on my phone. I've used it. Uh, it's a sleek app. You can find your uh, ticket view with uh, panorama seating, uh, or at least the uh, the image of uh, of where you're going to sit when you buy a ticket. They have tickets for college football, college basketball, NFL, MLB, uh, anything you want. Uh, it's two taps, and you can get your ticket purchased. And also, uh, if you're a music or theater fan, there's tickets for those as well. So head to the App Store and Play Store now to download Game Time and score awesome deals on last-minute tickets. Welcome back to this week's episode of The Beat. Yours truly, Nick Baumgartner, along with Brendan Quinn. We're in Ann Arbor at another bar. <laughs> we do this from time to time with an uh, outstanding guest, one of the first people we wanted to have on the show when we thought of the idea, Bruce Motti. Bruce, how are we doing? I'm doing great, Nick. How are you guys? How about Brendan? You doing okay? I am. I'm great. Guinness? No. This is... Uh... Poet Stout. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Poet Stout. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking a Labatt's, okay? Perfect, all right. Okay, that's it. Let's go well, that I, way. Because I'm going to drink I like Canadian. a meal before I drink, <laughs> okay. so I'm going to enjoy yeah. this okay. first. All right. For, okay. for those who don't know who Bruce is, and most around the Michigan area do, Bruce knows everything about everything. So we're just going to talk about where all the bodies are buried here yes. for the next hour or so. But no, Bruce was, of course, a long-standing, legendary sports information communications person at Michigan for... 39, 40 years? Oh, since 78, basically. Yeah, just yeah. Going, yeah. It, it's Seen it all. Mm-hmm. Been through it all. Mm-hmm. Um, when is the book coming out? Are, you know, mean, I, you know what, what are we doing what, here on this book? I always thought I would write a book. Yeah. But there's no money in it. Right. Well, and, you, you know what you need is a podcast. You know, well, I'm thinking about talking, that. Yeah. Now we're talking about that. In fact, we're trying to do a podcast. I'm trying to do it, but I'm having trouble getting everybody lined up. Yeah. Because mm. that's like herding cats to do this You just stuff. need to have somebody that just winds you up and says, go for it. Well, what, what, yeah, well, yeah. For that, we, we, yeah. Fun, we can have fun doing that. But you know yeah. what? I, I wanted to do one, and it's called Beyond the Wins and Losses with the Ross Business School. Oh, okay. To try to talk about, because I, I be, I'm one of these people that believes that really sports is is a, is an educating Piece. Yeah, it's, sure. a, it's an educational piece. When I was growing up, I could multiply by seven when I was in kindergarten. Three touchdowns at seven points were twenty-one. You know, yeah, that were twenty-one points. I could do that. Yeah, uh, I wrote. I mean, I used to write stories back in you know grade school, mm-hmm. and they were all about sports, and I could write them well. Yeah, you know? and then I became a sports writer at yep. the Atlantic Press and the Ann Arbor News. I, that's what I like to do. So sports, really, even though I was never. Even a decent athlete, we'll call that right now. You know, a hack at that point. Um, but I, it, it, it taught me so much about life, uh, and you know, and I, I really believe that it was important. And when you talk to the people at the Ross Business School, which for those who don't mm-hmm. know, the Ross Business School at the University of Michigan is one of the leading business schools in the world, they agree. 
you know, they really do agree. And, 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 and there's a lot that can be taught. Sports is like theater, art, the same yep. type of thing that, you know, you get interested in. it. And, you know, and, uh, you know, when I take a look, you know, when they start using the word dumb jock, well, I don't know a lot of people who can decipher what these defenses are and yeah. what the offenses are and do it in seconds and be asked to do it in front of, even at the college level, you know, in, at mm-hmm. the University of Michigan, 100,000 people at home, yeah. plus your TV audience. Sure. Yeah. So I always thought it very important, and that's what we're trying to do. So I'm trying to get that cool. together, and hopefully yeah. that kind of works. Be awesome. Yeah. Nick would be happy to be a guest. I don't, I know, if, I don't, I don't know if I'll make it though. Oh, well, <laughs> sorry, I probably have a game. <laughs> well, yeah, you probably have a game. Yeah. Well, you know, when they're talking about academics, you know, I don't know why I'm, I'm even in there. I don't know if you're allowed in the Ross Business School. You know, yeah, you know, I was talking about <laughs> yeah. is talking academics. Like thrown out the door. Oh. <laughs> I mean, when I have to go speak at an academic banquet, yeah. you know, now they have kids with a 4.2 grade point. Oh, you God. know that yeah. I said I have I I had a cumulative 4.2 grade point oh, for my junior yeah. year, 1.4 my freshman year, 1.4 my sophomore year, and 1.4 my uh, you know. And what was funny is the first time I did it, I said through my senior year, and somebody had to point out that that was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I should have. So whatever. Check yeah. your math. Check your math. Yeah. Okay. So you so. started 78, Bruce, and you did take a quick break there, but you were also a sports writer. Right. And I know that that's. And usually when Brendan and I, when anybody, like a new writer, comes around and wants to have questions about Michigan, we always send them to Bruce. Mm-hmm. Because Bruce not only was had all this information about Michigan, but you think like we think. right? I, what, 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 were your, what, are your, what was your sports writing career like? Well, my sports writing career was short. Yeah. Uh, it was four years. And the yeah. funny part about it was I honestly thought that's what I was going to continue doing. Mm-hmm. And I felt like when I was going to retire, I wanted to be a columnist. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, I really wanted to do that, but your business has exploded. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just denigrated, and then unfortunately, there's no position right now. Right. So what happened for me, I was very fortunate. I'm, I'm one of the very fortunate people because I have never received a full-time job I've applied for, mm-hmm. ever. <laughs> Even my consulting, I, they, yeah. I've, nev- I've never applied for them. They, people just happen. Ask, they yeah. just happen. They ask me to take it. So it's it's been kind of funny. That's happened at the Ipsy Press and yeah. when I was there, and then at the Ann Arbor News. And what I learned, though, but what I really like, and maybe what puts me—that's why I never thought I was a real good PR guy, because PR guys, I always thought we're going to be BSers. Yeah. Oh, I can say that bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And for the record, you yeah. are a great bullshit. Yeah, well, yeah, right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, but but the point is, is that I always thought that I'd have to make up stories. Right. I never had to. Mm-hmm. You just say what is your, you put your best foot forward. And when you screw up, you screw up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you say to somebody, hey, folks, we screwed up. This is what we got to do to fix it. Yeah. Period. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Now, there's things that have happened and reasons that, you know, um, I guess with the Ed Martin situation. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very disappointed with the NCAA, the way the NCAA first came about, and I was the one with Mary Sue Coleman and uh, Lisa Rogers and Julie Peterson that said, "Okay, we're going to fight this. We're going to we're going to we're going to appeal this because of yeah. what they came out. They called it the most egregious thing that I've ever they've ever seen." And I looked at it and I said, "You got to be kidding me." <laughs> Okay. So, you know, and, the, yeah. and then our university agreed. And so we did appeal it mm-hmm. because we, you know, yeah, we made a mistake. We showed what we did in the whole bit. So, you know, those are the type of things. And I was fortunate to work at the University of Michigan under people like Don Cannum, mm-hmm. you know, and all the athletic directors after that who believed it. You know, yeah. and they said, okay, let's just, you know, Don Cannum's a great line, and it wasn't mine, was don't make uh, a, a one-day story into a two-day story. Yeah. 
So you had to make sure that everything was out there. And I argued with coaches. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I, no, there are people that need that, like, tattooed on their body yeah. somewhere to understand. You've got to just, like, yeah, you it's can't, not that hard to no, not no, and, have something and, explode no, in your face. And, 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 no, and, and it can happen. You, yeah. know, you know, and I mean, I, I make some unbelievable, astounding statements. You know, like, the best way to handle a crisis management is don't get in the crisis in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Words to live by. Yeah. You know, I mean... It, it, it just keep it keep it simple uh-huh. actually and, and and so you know that was always my thought process so you know I, I could never when I talk to a newspaper writer or talk to a media outlet talk to a television you know a group and they ask me a question I give them an honest answer sure and that was it mm-hmm. and it, and 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 it was it was much easier to deal when you start because like I say really when you're in a crisis you start with the truth and then then deal yeah. with it. And, and it makes it a lot easier that way. And so when you do it, you, you know, you, you can tell people what's happening and they believe you. Mm-hmm. Because if, you, if they believe you, that's the first key. If you've told, you can't sell, you can sell bad apples once. Okay, yeah, that's it. Right. So, you know, I always thought just it's straightforward. Here's where we're at, you know. You know, yeah, do you protect individuals in some cases with quotes? Because sometimes you don't think somebody can come up with a good, yeah. probably not the great, you know, person you want to put out there yeah you probably do that mm-hmm. you know to to try to put your best foot forward for the organization mm-hmm. but never try to change the story never try to do anything just be straightforward yeah. sure that's it so hmm. it's kind of you you came to michigan of course in the middle of Schimbeckler. i mean bo had been here since 69 of course yeah. and you were you got there right when he had he's fully established right he's bo Schimbeckler. everyone knows who he is he's this powerhouse <laughs> of a person right. coach, whatever uh, I wonder what it was like in the early days. How long did it take you? I know you started and <laughs> came back. How long did, and did it you take write you? about him first? Like I did. You, I did. Yes, I so, covered, so, yeah. yeah, I covered him. I used to go yeah. to the Monday luncheons. Right. Yeah. And I remember Rich Shook from UPI would come in on Michigan State Week and sit right next to him and wear a Michigan State sweatshirt. <laughs> Honestly, it was. And Bo would just laugh. Okay. Yeah. Nowadays, people would take that you know, as an affront. Right. Uh, some we, people. Yeah, some some yeah. people. <laughs> and, and, and so, you know, um, but again, uh, he, he, Bo was, I got to know Bo. Yeah. And by knowing Bo uh, back then and understanding and being a newspaper guy and seeing how he reacts, I thought it was going to be real easy to work with him. Mm-hmm. That was wrong. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, I was wrong. Yeah. I, but you know what's funny is the great thing about Bo is, you know, we had, he did fire me a lot. Yeah. Okay. That was my other, I was going to say, every time you get he, fired. He did fire me a lot. I think Jerry Hanlon's the only guy that got fired more than I did. I mean, I was just telling him, he can't fire me because Don, I work for Don. Yeah, right. But, but the thing is, I, I'll never forget, you know, um, I would always think that you could do just certain things and take players and have them talk to the media. And the first sure. one I remember was, I was, uh, Bob Eufer had helped to try to get Rick Leach on a uh, Monday night uh, uh, radio show. Mm-hmm. And when Bo found out that Youth was doing this, and I had agreed and set it up, he got all upset. He refused to let Leach out and, uh, you know, and all that type of stuff. <laughs> you can't do this, Bruce, without talking to me and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I figured right then and there, you know, it's not going to be real easy, you know, just getting interviews. But, you know, it was in, and there were some times that, I would pro I I went around to coaches. 
Yeah. I will admit that they got interviews <laughs> when they weren't supposed to. I think the best in Ed Sherman, the former Chicago Tribune um, sure. uh, sports editor, yeah. thought it was one of the... He didn't know what it was, but I literally, he was wanted to talk to somebody. It was after Bo was supposed to shut down the players because he said, you have them through Monday night. Well, that, yeah. sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. So it was a Wednesday afternoon, and Ed was in town. And I literally had Ed, they were getting ready to practice at the stadium, and they were getting taped up there. And I had Ed talk to the player while he was on getting taped up, right? And I was standing outside. And, like guarding. And Ed said he didn't realize till he got done with the interview we were going back that I was standing there making sure Bo wasn't going to yeah. <laughs> Poor guy would have been murdered. Oh, yeah. 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 And, Ed, and Ed and I still laugh about that. Yeah. There were there were a lot of things like that. I mean, um, we had a, a, a situation. Um, I'll never forget uh, when the Gary Muller situation. Sure. Yeah. When that yep. happened, and um, you know, it was that was a very tough week for me because I loved Mo. Didn't know exactly what happened, but once we got it, it just, you know, the thing just kind of spun out of control. I never got control of it and until Duderstadt said, we're going to announce, uh, you know, Roberson, we're going to announce Lloyd as the coach, mm -hmm. as an interim coach. And I went in and talked to Lloyd, and I said, Lloyd, okay, I'm going to bring the captain. Said, You're not going to bring any players in. And I finally said, you know, I said, you know, well, I'm going to do it. And he said, no. Well, anyways, I ended up doing it. And as it turned out, you know, all the off, the coaches were all mad at me for doing it. Well, the next day, the story was was all I, he had. He was doing a piece with Charlie Vincent of the Free Press at yeah. the time, and it was very much a positive story. Hmm. Yeah. And he he called me. He says, "Don't you ever not fight with me?" <laughs> yeah. So Lloyd always was like that. Yeah. Now, when that's I did, he got mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and still you find, got find yourself fired yeah. again. Yeah. Well, there was, a, there was the day Chris Howard, Chris Howard became ineligible one uh -huh. day because the athletic department screwed up on some paperwork. Oh, God. Okay? Yeah. And he did not have the right hours because somebody at the athletic department, okay? And I didn't find that out till the morning. So I went to Lloyd. And we're on TV that day because we were not a lot of games on TV back sure. then. Yeah. I went to Lloyd and I said, I'm going to tell everybody what's going on. Said, well, coach, you're not going to do that. You're not going to do that. You don't dare do that. I'm yeah. going to explain it after. And I said, no. Because during the entire game, everybody's going to be asking the question. Yeah. And I don't want him to be known as... You know, a druggy, right, right, yeah, this type of stuff. I don't want him to be. Chris is a great guy. Yeah, we didn't yes. screw up. Right, we right. did. Yeah. Okay. So if we screwed up, so I said we did a paper paperwork sign. I didn't. I didn't, Nobody knew who it was, but I said it was a paperwork issue. He's only be playing next week. The whole bit because I made sure I was correct on that. Yeah. They announced it at the beginning of the game. So Lloyd gets to the press conference, and the first thing you know, he, he's looking at it. He gets done. He goes, Bruce, they didn't ask me about Chris Howard. I know. <laughs> There's a reason why. There's a reason why. <laughs> and sure enough, the next day, he said the same thing. Yeah. And he said, just don't, you know, he says, keep on. So that's the type of relationship I had with the coaches. Now, I'm sure there were some things I did with interviews that the coaches nowadays would yeah. probably say, oh, you've got, if they found out, you know, they would have been really ticked. Sure. And that was really hard on TV because then they knew when it was done yeah, because yeah, yeah. of TV shot. Yeah. But... We all, you know, we had great things. I mean, it, it, it was a lot of fun to, to do those things, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, you had battles, and you, you know, I think when you were talking about Bo, Nick, yeah. you know, I think the big thing with Bo is, you, I used to battle back with Bo and fight back with Bo. Yeah. 
Bo didn't want a yes man. Yeah. Bo did not want a yes man. He wanted to be challenged. Bo yeah. wanted, and, and all I remembered it, and uh, Don Canham says, if you're going to fight us back, you better be right. Right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, there were days I'd, go, I'd fight him back and go back, go home at night and go, oh, I hope I'm right. <laughs> 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 Calling up the old Ipsy oh, Press. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah so, so, I mean, you've talked about um, just the, the kind of atmosphere around covering yeah. the team yeah. back then. And, I mean, you've seen just oh, amazing yeah. change yeah. from how these teams are covered from, you know, late 70s to today, the yeah. advent of the internet, the advent of kind of, yeah. um, well, you know, unaffiliated news outlets well, and things I was, like that. we were the first ones to allow bloggers to press box. Yeah. First ones to yeah. do that. You were the first ones with your own website. in-house yeah. website. Yep. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Just when you look at, like, the most, the things that kind of blow your mind of, like, good and bad. Yeah. Of the differences now. Um, I mean, you're talking to two sports right, writers yeah. who do this every day. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're interested in kind of what you... I, what rattles you a little bit? What rattles me is the fact that, I'm going to say it again, uh, but that will always probably give me trouble, is that corporate America took over journalism. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And what they did was it, it wasn't about coverage and news. Yeah. It was about money and making money and, and, and everything's got to be exciting and everything's got to be this and, you know, we, we need this story and... What happened, and, and when I saw, I, I honestly, the, when you take a look at the Michigan press box, yep. the reason it, it's so big is I honestly thought we'd have good internet bloggers mm-hmm. and the same amount of reporters. That's where I made a mistake because there are no, when I go into the press box now, and I, I will say this, I, I shudder because I take a look that we have too many what I call fan reporters. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. And they're not objective. Right. Yeah. Okay, and I think it's because I'm a former journalist. Right. And I really believe I'm a journalist more than a sure. PR guy. I really yeah. believe that. Right. I, to this day, when people say, well, you never were a journalist, and I look at them, I go, probably more than you. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, um, I, 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 was, I was accused always of being, a, be, I think I'm more objective in the press box than 75% of the people that are in there now. Yeah, yeah, and I'm a PR guy, right? And I believe I'm more objective, <laughs> which is and not once, great. And once that lid comes off, you can't put it back on. No, you know what I mean? that's right. the problem. Yeah. And that's the problem. I mean, now I see reporters having to tweet during the yeah, uh, interviews, yeah. you know, during press conferences. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is heard journalism. Uh, there's, you know, not the one-on-one. You don't get to know people. So how do you know what you say in context? Yeah, how for yeah. sure. You don't know, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and then, then corporate America, they want clicks. Uh-huh. You have to have clicks. You know, you better, it's, it's, it's got to happen. You know, this must happen now. Mm-hmm. What must happen? Yeah, you know, right. what, what must happen? <laughs> I mean, you know, not right now, you know, I'm, you know, I'm watching the D'Antonio situation, okay? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm absolutely just, you know, we're just wondering, you know, if I'm, my, if I'm Mark D'Antonio, I say what he just said. There's yeah. a number of reasons why. Mm-hmm. Okay, he still wants to coach. I believe him. Yeah. Okay, I do. Yeah. He thinks he can do a good job. Great. Okay. Yeah. You know, he's done a pretty good job. Does he deserve the chance to do it? Why not? Okay. Who are they going to put in to replace him? And then take a look at what's going on at Michigan State. Who is going to replace him? Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then on top, and you know, he, again, he said he doesn't have. He's not the final call on it. Yeah. Right. So now he's not the final call. Right, you're right. You're not the final call. 
But, you know, he's not going to say, well, I'm going to quit, and then all of a sudden there's going to be a $2 million buyout he's not going to get or whatever the buyout yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I got news for you. The three of us would do that. <laughs> right. oh, five seconds. <laughs> yeah, right. The three right. of us. If I had a buyout. You'd be one of those buyouts. You'll yeah. never hear me again. <laughs> yeah. right. I was going to say, I just want one really good buyout. Okay? You will you never know, see me again. No. I said, I'd split it with you three. Yeah, if the three right. of us could split it, we'd be happy. So how do you, you know... I, I just sit there and I go, what do they expect the man to say? Yeah. Okay. And here it is. I mean, you know, I mean, I'll never forget, um, though I wish he was around now, Fred Gerard, the old Detroit news reporter, oh, yep. Fred, you know, and all that stuff, because, boy, he knew how to investigate stories. And I didn't agree with him a lot. Sure. I respected the guy a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Really did. But, you know, I'll never forget the days that they were in, uh, they had a guy on Channel 7, a guy named Wilson, I can't remember his last name, but investigative reporter, and they all started taking a look at what the uh, cost of taking uh, private airplanes were, yeah. okay? And they called us and go, well, you know, you guys don't take many private airplanes on the recruiting trail, and, you know, look at Michigan State. Tell, them, tell me what you think of Izzo and all them over there taking these private planes, and I go... They have to. They're in Lansing. Yeah, right. <laughs> Where are they going to get out of? Where are they going? <laughs> they, what, what do you do? I mean, I'm I'm sitting there. And I thought after I hung up the phone, I go, "Son of a gun! I'm doing PR for Michigan State." <laughs> <laughs> but the point of it is, Tom's got to take it. I mean, yeah. What, yeah. he doesn't have flights going out every day to Chicago or to Lansing right. or every right. hour. Right, right. But, you know, he, he, you know, so it. it so put things into context, yeah, okay? Just yeah. just because something looks like they're spending more money or this is happening there. Why? Yeah. But you don't do that now. And, I, and I'm not saying you guys, yeah, but yeah, that's the business. Sure. Right. Oh, yeah. So where like what you just said, you know, having a conversation with someone you disagree with and respecting someone that you disagree with. Yeah. Like where when did that well, end? You want to ballpark that one for us? You know, like, and I feel like this is like goes beyond sports writing. I feel like this is kind of yeah, deteriorated everything in everything. Oh, I agree with that. Um, what do you think? I, you know, I, I think I think we've all gotten to a point where it's it's a we're in a win or lose situation. If we get a president that we don't agree with, we lose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which we are losing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is live from Ann Arbor, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the point being is, you know, even when he did win the election, yeah. I felt you had to give him a chance mm-hmm. to prove what he could do. His economic moves have, you know, and Obama was doing well, and, and, and Trump was is doing well with that too. Okay, I'll give him credit for that. But you know, I think what we've done is we've gotten to a win or lose type of situation now. If if I didn't do that right now, it's no good. I mean, I don't agree with everything that every politician does. Sure. I think what they have to do is look at what the whole piece is all about. I think that's what you have to take a look at everything. Well, let's just let's look at it this way. Let's take it down to the basics. You're married. Mm-hmm. Do you? I, right, <laughs> do you are you? Married? I am married. Okay. He's not. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And we know that why he's not married. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the point is, do you agree, Nick, with everything your wife says? No. Yes, oh, okay. Not. And I'm pretty sure. The rails. I'm pretty sure. And I'm pretty sure your wife probably disagrees with you more, more than, than that. Okay. Yes, right. Same yeah. at my of course. Okay. Yeah. 
That doesn't matter. No. Okay, we're both trying to do the same thing. You're trying to get to the same place. Right. Yeah, right. Okay, sure. and that's what I don't understand what people are thinking about. In sports, I blame... Oh, I'm really going to go off on this one. <laughs> okay, I blame the organizations themselves in a lot of this. Yeah. Hmm. Because because now now when you have people in the stands, not not only do you have to just watch the game and show up to the game, you have to um, you have to be the twelfth man. Mm-hmm. Okay. You are assigned. You are assigned yeah. to be the twelfth <laughs> yeah. man. If you're in there. You have to be the twelfth man. You have to be the sixth man. I remember Don Canham saying he never wanted to get that way because he didn't want to put a moat around the football field. <laughs> <laughs> to keep him off the... Yeah. Canham told me that. Yeah, that's awesome. It, it, I think he's right. You know, I mean... Boy, they could I use mean, one a couple times, yeah, okay, a couple okay, times a year the, now. Okay. <laughs> How do you use the word hate in sports? Seriously. Yeah, I don't know. How? Right. Yeah. Right. How? It's sports, folks. How does, how does it get that? Yeah. I do. Yeah. I want to beat Michigan State. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do. Do yeah. I want to? I mean, my one of my favorite days is Michigan winning, Michigan State losing, Ohio State losing, and Notre Dame losing. I mean, that's a, right. that's a perfect day. <laughs> the trifecta. Yeah, right. Yeah. Do I dislike Tom? I like Tom Izzo. Yeah. Okay. Mark Hollis is a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, Jim Trussell, I think, got a raw deal at Ohio State. How about that one? Mm-hmm. Do I want to beat Ohio State? Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Uh, it, 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 Notre Dame. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do I hate Notre Dame? No, it's a great school. State Michigan State's a great school. Yeah. Ohio State's a great school. I don't hate them. Yeah. I want to beat them. Right. You know, I wanted I wanted to beat my dad in golf. My yeah. kids wanted to beat me in golf. Yeah. That happened real fast. Yeah. <laughs> we still got to play. Yeah, we still got to play. Yeah, you're going to do that. You're going to do that. But I'm going to get strokes. You see, that's, I, that's I learned about handicapping. <laughs> but but the point is, so what? What? Where did we go with this? Uh, now you see, all of a sudden, you got to build this up. You have to have this feeling. You have to you have to come in with a fire in your stomach, even as a fan. Yeah. I did. No, I went to the Red Wing game last night yep. against Ottawa, right? Uh-huh. And a buddy of mine, Dick King, was with me, and you know we're we're old farts, okay? Yeah. We're watching the game, and they got everything flashing and all this stuff. And I go, I go, you know, I'm way out of this. All I wanted to do was watch a hockey game. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I, I, I can't hear anything. I, do, I can't understand it. They've got this poor young girl in there who's trying to say something on the PA she talks too fast I can't even understand what she says okay every time the Red Wings have a power play it's a Chevrolet power play yeah, <laughs> right. and I'm going they're down what die yeah, you know, yeah right yeah. Come four on. to nothing you right. know and, and I was always the one that's why when I was able to hire Carl Grapentine you notice yeah. what's happening at Michigan we don't you know when we played the chicken dance that night I was upset yep I remember it I was upset when we played. I, that's that, that's not what we need to be. Okay, yeah. we don't need. You know, when they talk about growing the audience, I, and and I know this sounds arrogant. So maybe Daryl Rogers, not like John Bacon said, Denny Stoles. Yeah. It was Daryl Rogers who said we were arrogant asses. Okay, <laughs> maybe we there is an arrogance about. Michigan. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm serious. There, there probably is because we win a lot. Okay. Yeah. So that kind of falls into it. But I've always believed that when you take a look at the Michigan brand, it's like the Masters. We don't, you know, Masters could get more commercials on TV, but they oh, don't, yeah, right. right? Could air the whole tournament they if they wanted. Air, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, we're, we're not going to do that, okay? 
uh, uh, that's not the way we should be. Masters still doesn't let they don't phones broadcast on the, course. the two. So the yeah. reporters oh, the phones, yeah. on the grounds watching the tournament. You can't. There's no lot. You can't live tweet. Yeah, perfect. I love it's amazing. There's, a, there's an exclusivity <laughs> to the brand, yes. is what you're saying. I, I love that, yeah. And, and, and see, so when we are like that, like when <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a little bit mixed up here, the University of Maryland, Baltimore, when they were making that big run, oh, yeah. Baltimore County, yeah. 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 yeah, and they did that great tweets and all yeah. that type yeah. of stuff, and they were funny. Yes, they were. Funny. Yeah. That's perfect for them because first off, they had a good person running that social yeah, he media. Was, he was on it for sure. He yeah. would, that, that guy was good. Yeah. I mean, he was funny. But that's not what certain schools should do. Sure. Yeah, right. And not everybody that's not needs what that, yeah. Michigan should do. Right. And that's why I've always said that when we're there, we have to we have to have a certain standard. When and you already get attention, you don't need to do certain things right, to get attention. Right. That's exactly yeah. right. So we don't you know, so that's why when I was in back, you know, we were a little bit different in basketball. Yeah, we got, and 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 in hockey now we got more of this stuff going on. But in football, we're pretty much. I still don't like the fact that we have that much piped in music. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot more now than it, I mean. I've seen it, noticed yeah. it even in the last nine yeah. seasons yeah. or whatever. Yeah, like but it's, but it's I mean, increased. when we went when, I, when we played at Notre Dame that night game, yeah, I was really ticked off. They really sold yeah. out. Everybody now that everybody uh, does it's live you know, DJ. I, yeah, you yeah. know, and I, I'm sitting there, and I I know this sounds funny, but I know I'm an aberration, but. I like the fight songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I wish I could have heard the Michigan State band more. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, that is a I, great point because it's lost. I mean, it's, it's just like, lost. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's so, all, it, so, when Michigan Notre Dame the other day, it's like, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Didn't, you didn't hear both going back. No, you, you, want, you know, so I, I think you people, people are losing that. Uh-huh. And when they lose it, there's, there's less attention to what draws you to it. Because now, as far as I'm concerned, our games, not, not necessarily our games, most college games, are like a pro game. They are, yeah. Okay? Well, if I want to do that, I'll go watch Ford Field. I don't need cheerleaders at Ford Field. No. I was mad when the Lions <laughs> got cheerleaders. And I you don't. can't you can't get between any play without blaring music at Ford Field. I mean it's <laughs> yeah. like yeah. constant. Yeah. Know? I mean I'm sitting there going, yeah. you know, I you know, I mean, we were laughing last night because I said, you know, I I said, God, because we, we, we go sit way up top. $20 uh-huh. tickets for, uh, on StubHub, well, really $13 tickets sure. yeah. or something. I just go to have some fun and all that stuff. Yeah. So we're, we're, watching, we're watching this stuff, and we're having just so much fun doing it. So as I'm taking a look around, I'm saying, you know, I remember the days when there wasn't the bright lights at the Olympia because they didn't have television, oh, yeah. and it was a little bit darker, and there was a little bit That's more really cool. interest. It was really kind of guys are smoking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Then I've watched cigarettes. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, I went to see one of the greatest basketball games ever at Callahan Hall. Sure. Spencer Haywood against oh, man. Bob Lanier. Oh, oh baby. Okay. And St. Bonaventure. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sitting go. two rows from the top at Callahan. And I was telling my buddy last night, Dick King, I was telling him, I said, were you at the game with me? He goes, I don't think so. I said, I'll never forget. Looking down there and the smoke yeah. that you were looking through. Yeah. First of all, I love that the story is, will you, were you with me? I don't know, yeah, right. but I will never forget. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there, well, there's there, listen. To, uh, okay, I'm going to break away on this one, but you think that's funny. This is, a, this is an Easter Sunday. My brother, Richard's with me. My wife is sitting there. She's reading a book with her little glasses on. My they it, they show Bobby Hall. The wings are already probably out of it, but oh, yeah. I'm watching another game. But they show Bobby Hall. And my brother says the other number nine. So oh no, Rich. In 1957, <laughs> he started with 16. Then he moved to number seven. Then he finally got to number nine. 
My wife looks at me, takes off her glasses, and says, how many years are we married? <laughs> That's too tough to too tough to count that one. I thought it was a trick question. Yeah, right. okay. And I got it wrong. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I did, and I yeah. got it wrong. Yeah. She put her glasses back on, and she says, he knows this, he knows yeah. this, he knows this. Can't remember our three kids' names. Yeah. Can't remember <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah. it's it. But they, but going back, it was it, those type of memories. Okay, yeah. and here's the other thing, you know. It, and again, we all want to see these games on TV, mm-hmm. but you know what? There's no destination TV anymore. Mm-hmm. There's no more imagination listening to the games and seeing, thinking what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, we were laughing last night at the hockey game. Bud Lynch says he's all alone. Yeah, he's all alone. There was no wings with him. Yeah. There were three defenders, but we yeah. didn't know that. Okay, yeah. you know, there, these. We we it it's just it just those things have gone away. So I think the the memories that you have go away. And now because of what we have with internet, social media, and fragmentation of platforms, I think now there's so much there. I I now read stories. I don't even remember if it was the Free Press, the News, USA Today, BBC, or whatever. I read Reuters. I don't know. Yeah. I mean it. it you know I it, and so you you you're. You start wondering what is this? You don't have those memories that you used to have, yeah. and I think you have to grow. And you, it, it don't. It, let's put it this way: if we didn't follow sports, Nick, yeah, Brandon, you didn't follow sports when you get. Would you be as excited now to follow it as you oh, no. are now? No, I've wondered for me about it's a that, no. like, because yeah, I, I, I harken back to like growing up and the way that I kind of consumed sports mm-hmm. as a kid. So much and like it was special. Like, yes, it, was. it wasn't. Yeah, you couldn't get it at all times yeah. every day. We, like, we would do the newspaper was, standings yeah. for the team. Oh yeah, and the box score. I, I just yeah. remembered this recently. I completely forgot that. I don't yeah. even know why I remembered this, but randomly, I thought back to so sports talk radio in Philly. Right, big yeah. deal. Mm-hmm. I'm a little yeah. guy. Right. Um, I would listen to it mm-hmm. religiously every morning before I had to go to school, mm-hmm. and I would leave a tape player <laughs> to hear it. Yeah. Right. On record. Just listen to the rest of it. And then I go to school and I would oh, get home at the end of the day and, and listen to yeah. that hour that right. I missed, like yeah. on an old cassette, and would just do it over uh-huh. every yeah. single day. And it was because, like, that there wasn't everywhere. Right? Well, you like, weren't going to get it back either. The first like, you can't get it on demand. channel was like, yeah. crazy. Was, yeah, if you missed it, you missed it. You missed it. And that's yeah. the other thing. Right. How about, you know, you go to it. The way we want to replay. You know, you know, I love it when Buffalo, you know, uh, the Wild Wings, Buffalo Wild Wings, yeah, goes through. Sure. And, oh, you got to be with everybody. Yeah. You want to sit by yourself? No, I want to sit by myself. Oh yeah, I want to digest this. I don't want these yeah, other people right. sitting in this. Everyone's annoying as shit now. Yeah. Like, they're driving yeah. me nuts. Like, I don't know how I would be able to sit in the stands ever oh, again. I can't. For a game. It's, I can't. I, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you right now. Last night there was too much talking brutal. behind me. Yeah, right. I'm sitting up there, and these people because we were up in the yeah. Bats Blue Club up there, yeah. and. I, I go, why did he even come to the game? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's amazing is the phones. Like, oh, it's uh, made it so much better and easier to attend a game uh-huh. in the sense of your tickets on your phone. Oh, you know, I know. All the yep. shit, you know, you don't yeah. have to worry yeah. about so yeah. much stuff. But then the problem is that people here, half the people are watching their phones and not the game. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Like, well, I was laughing just going in because there's this one usher there, and I'm being technologically dysfunctional and all mm. that type of stuff. I'm, I was having some trouble all the time, and... So this time the it's guy saw me. It's a very large me. print on your phone. Yeah. I, by the way, yes, it is. 
purposely, by the way. <laughs> purposely, yes, as you saw that. I'm, so I'm, I'm showing because he kept this guy recognized me all the time coming through, and, and I finally I had it downloaded. And I said, "Watch this." I had it all ready. Oh, and he yeah. was, wow, he was, you're impressive. <laughs> and he goes, "And this guy, this guy is older this, than I am." But he was, seven year old walks yeah. by and does the same. Oh, he thing. does the same thing. He knows what's going on. <laughs> You know, it's the old Groucho Marx line. Give me, a, you know, even a third grader can read it. Give me a third grader. I don't understand heads or tails out of this thing. But you know, I think I think what has happened is that you, nothing is special. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So there is not that special. Like I was telling you about Spencer Haywood. You know, Bolinaria. Okay. okay. I can't. I I couldn't remember which hockey game I had just seen the Wings who had mm-hmm. played a poor second period. Yeah. When Deadens Fifthian was on ninety seven one saying this is the worst second period ever, and I go, No, I just was at the worst second period <laughs> two weeks ago. Okay. This was bad, but not as bad as when Craig scored four or five goals in that. Yeah. You know. I saw I, that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't even remember when I was at the game what was my last game that I saw. Sure. They all run together for me. Yeah. And what I'm afraid of is that kids don't have that opportunity to make it special. Yeah. I mean, I remember listening to uh, to LSU football on radio on Saturday night because I couldn't get anything on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what I was doing when I listened to the radio? I was reading Sport Magazine or Sports yeah. Illustrated or a newspaper. Yeah. Right. And when you you know, and, and I knew which ones I was reading. When I go to a hockey game in between periods, I didn't have to go through all the stuff. I had the hockey news with me to mm-hmm. read what was happening in the Western Hockey League and the <laughs> IHL and yeah. all this type of stuff. You know, when I go, we would go to college basketball games and take a look. Hey, Calvin Murphy and Niagara's coming in. You know, we're, you know, well, we're going to go, you know, we're going to go yeah. to UD. We're going to go catch that game. Or, or we're going to drive out to Michigan, you know, and, and see somebody out here, you know, and, and all that stuff. You know, you, I don't think anything special like that mm-hmm. is yeah. anymore. Right. I really don't. That's and, a great point. And, yeah. and, 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 beca- and if it isn't special when you're young, yeah, it's never going to be. It's not going to be special. So now. Now you got esports, which is special to these yeah. young people, you know. And and in you know in esports, I I've been following it. Have you? Oh yeah, I've been not not yeah, to follow not, it to follow right. it, just to see just to see how it goes. How yeah, it goes. And I'm I'm sitting there, and one of my favorite stories is you know we got John Jansen working for us, yep. a great yep. lineman. Okay, great guy too. Yeah. So he's I said. I said, yeah. He goes, Bruce, why aren't kids following this like they used to? I go, well, you know, there's all these different platforms. They've got so many different entertainment opportunities. You don't have to go out of the house now. It's no. easier to watch everything at home. Kids don't want to get their you cars know, no, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't believe I mean, it. It's true. It's, it's true. true. Yeah. I, I asked Orion that when I, because I worked with Orion. He's yeah. 20-something. Yeah. He was like, and I think he was of the last age that wanted it. But now it's, yeah, they don't. Oh, I yeah, couldn't believe it. They don't driver's license? Yeah, yeah, yeah they, don't they don't want them. Them. They'd rather be chauffeured or just stay at the house. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I it's crazy. It's crazy. So I told John. I said, John. I said, I can't believe it. It's like this new esports. He goes, What's esports, Bruce? <laughs> I go, Esports is gaming, electronic sports. He goes, yeah. What, Bruce? <laughs> he says, Are you telling me video games. <laughs> that video games are esports? I go, Yeah. You, you ever Big telling money. me? Esports is a real sport. I'm gonna come by and I'm gonna beat the crap out of you. (laughs) So, of course, John, you know, but I explained to him, I said they're selling out Madison Square Garden and all this type of stuff. So, there was a Saturday night, and I have no idea, you know, I'm always clicking through some game, and and it was the summer, and all of a sudden, on ESPN2, they had a sellout crowd live at the Barclays Center. And I call, I call John up, and I go, John, when you get home, you, you go, I go, when you get home, I get left that message. Turn on ESPN2 immediately. 
So he thought it was a real sporting event. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. It being on ESPN, too. Yeah, right. He turned it on. And he said he watched it for 40 minutes in total amazement. <laughs> Just couldn't, he couldn't take his eyes off it. He couldn't believe it. People are screaming. And, and yeah. I go, yeah, All I go, into it's it, amazing. Yeah, for sure. And there was one Sunday morning. This is what happens when my wife's gone, okay, and she was in visiting our one son. And I turned on ESPN to see what was on. Just it was a summer type thing. It was, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, well, I was after football, so I knew football all the and they all of a sudden I see a soccer game on it, but the soccer game is a is a video game, <laughs> and they're showing the video game and they're doing a play by play, and I'm watching this and I'm going, huh? So anyways, they're 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 explaining play by play the whole bit, so the game is over. So this is the best two out of three or something series with a guy playing in the United States and a guy playing in Germany against each other for a championship. In the video game. Yeah. video game. Yeah. You know what they had in between the games? A full video. It, it was like it was like the pregame or the postgame shows <laughs> about what they're going to have to do to win and what they're going yeah. to have to do. Strategy. Yeah, right. I feel about as old as you when you yeah. talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> this is an awesome conversation. I, I'm, I'm saying to myself, Oh, my God. Are you effing kidding me? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I and I mean, I'm just sitting there, and it's like I'm calling people up there, and I'm saying, "You gotta see this on TV." And they go, "Bruce, what's wrong with you? Why are you watching?" I, go, I can't believe this. I can't believe it. But it's reality today. Yeah. Okay. So how do people you people like it? Yeah. People like it. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, you know, I I knew I got to the generation gap when rap music. Came, okay. Okay. I'm so far. I mean, I mean, Ryan Kramer once called me the youngest dinosaur he ever met. Okay? But that was for because I just had a job for a long time. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand this stuff, okay? Yeah. But it's there. And because of that... that you're even trying. Yeah, that's something. interesting. Well, yeah. you, you have to because, you know, the thing is, and that's why, you know, I've got people, friends nowadays, you know, I'm... Closing in on 70. I got friends moving to the villages. They said, why don't you move to the villages? They got great coffee. I go, no, you live with old people. Yeah. I don't I don't mind old people, but I want I want to live with people that have yeah. new ideas, younger yeah, people. What tees are you playing from right now? What tees? White, middle tees. Wow, there's no way you can move to the you villages. You can't do that yet. I mean, yeah. You don't even have the white tees at <laughs> no, the villages. In fact, that. when I go to Red Run and play with my buddy Doug Bernstein, uh-huh. oh, he plays the blues. So I play from the blues. And you know what the funny part is? I don't score any worse from the blues than I do from the white. So it's all around the thing. There you go. So We're going to yeah. take a quick pause okay. on that. Stop here for the free we portion of the show. Here. And we'll be back in a second here with Bruce for the subscriber portion. We'll go through some of the um, some of the moments, some of the moments that Bruce saw at Michigan and his career and uh, maybe how he handled them. Or Yeah, I mean, for, them for the record, how many skeletons are in the closet and do they dance together at night? <laughs> I'll tell you a story. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Right after this. Ah. 